everyone. Welcome to Nerdentity Crisis episode 15. I'm your host, Ryan Bai, and I'm joined today by Mr. Adam Lovar. Adam, how are you? Doing terrific, Ryan. How are you doing, buddy? Doing swell, man. I'm also joined by my literal brother from another mother, Justin Pickavance. Justin, how are you? I'm doing good, doing good. A little tired, but good. Yeah. You, you still got energy? You got energy for this? You're going you to bring it? We'll see how quick I chug this first beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, I'm joined by Leif. You must construct additional pylons. Dizer. Leif, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing just fine, sir. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Although, I like that one. He always plays Terran, so I was trying to think of some Terran. But... No, I don't always play Terran. I like to play Terran, but I usually get stomped with Terran, so I, Protoss I'm a lot better with. So Shows Ryan how much he's been uh, playing actual computer games with us lately. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get on one of these days, I promise. I, I don't believe promise. it. <laughs> that's fair <laughs> all right everyone this is nerdentity crisis your weekly video game podcast you can find us on pretty much any podcast platform of your choice apple google stitcher spotify etc as always leave us a nice review tickle that subscribe button we would greatly appreciate it also follow us on twitter at nerdentity pod and email us in your questions nerdentity crisis at gmail.com all right, guys, before we get started, I think we should address this because it's super sad and let's get it out of the way. But every once in a while, like celebrity deaths don't really bother me that much. But every once in a while, there's one that's just like, oh, fuck. Like, I remember when Princess Leia died. That was awful when Carrie Fisher died. Chadwick Boseman, who played King T'Challa, Black Panther, just passed away after a six year battle with colon cancer. Which is astounding if you think about it, because he was Black Panther while he had colon cancer. I mean, that's fucking wild. And he never told anybody. Like, he just didn't tell anybody. Nobody had any idea. Yeah, that's um, crazy, isn't it? It is so nuts. So nuts. I had no idea, but I figured other people knew, and I just am out of touch. But yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> no, nobody knew. Like, the director, Ryan Coogler, who directed Black Panther, came out and said he had no idea. No clue. Oh, really? I didn't hear that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like he was a really private dude. And yeah, so he just didn't tell anybody. But yeah, he just passed away. So RIP Chadwick Boseman, you were fucking awesome as Black Panther. And I hope that Marvel never recasts him. I don't think they should. Like, I think they should. I think they should recast Black Panther, but not King T'Challa. Like, that should be his forever. I know that, well, so the last movie that he was in is either going to have to be recast or the project will be abandoned, but it was called Yasuke, Yasuke, I don't know, but the true story of 16th century warrior in his quest for redemption and honor, he was the only known samurai of African origin and becomes entrenched in a struggle for control of feudal Japan. And he was going to play Yasuke. Damn. Sounds badass. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> Reminds me I'm of sure. the Last Samurai. I was just going to say Last yeah. Samurai is kind of what I was thinking of as well, for sure. <laughs> the Last Samurai with less Scientology. So. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize to any Scientologist listeners out there. No, you don't. No, I don't. <laughs> you really, you not, really don't. Not even a little bit. <laughs> Can we go back for a second, though? 
Yes, go. You said celebrity deaths, and it made me think of Celebrity Deathmatch, and I used oh, to love yeah. that show. Anything claymation is great, though. Yes. <laughs> yep. Agreed. That show was good, though. Hell yeah. That's hilarious. Do you guys ever get that where like a celebrity dies and then you're just like, oh, fuck. Like it actually like fucks your day up a little bit. Has that ever happened? Yeah. Paul Walker. R.I.P. That was mine. You were broken up about that for a bit. Yeah. He's an awesome dude. I I think I can't think of any off the top of my head. No, same here. I've never been like personally affected. It sucks, but. Yeah, yeah. never like oh man. I mean, when I was younger, Chris Farley, that was that was a right. big deal. I remember being pretty upset about that when I was younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last one before this one, I remember was Carrie Fisher when Princess Leia died. I was like, God damn it! I think when Mark Hamill, aka Luke Skywalker, dies, I'm gonna need to take some time off work. Dude, same because <laughs> his Joker. Oh, oh yeah, that's so too. sad. Was yeah, it? Uh, Andy Whitfield, that was the original Spartacus. Oh, Spartacus, yeah. And oh, when yeah. he passed, it took me a while to get over that and accept the new one. I never did accept the new one. I stopped but watching. Was that just purely for the acting and to continue the show? Or was that like personally like, yo, man, this is horrible kind of thing for you? I mean, just from a show perspective, it always sucks. And that's why I was able to get over it. But yeah. I just thought that like everything you had heard about him, he was super cool guy. He was apparently really nice on stage. He was in foundations and donating. And it just sounded like he was a genuine good dude. And then right. he goes yeah all right let's move on to happier news shall we yeah that sounds really good that sounds really good so some exciting news for our listeners we are working on a second show that's right double their identity crisis so the last couple weeks when adam and Justin were not able to join we had our dear friend jeremy johnson on guest hosting and we decided we want to get him more involved so we're gonna do kind of a spin-off show that is going to be all about xbox because adam and justin aren't really xbox players and that's all jeremy plays on it's gonna be me leif and jeremy mostly leif when he has free time he does have a small child at home that is ruining his life so wow (laughs) quit talking about my wife that way (laughs) (laughs) that was delightful (laughs) sorry honey so, <laughs> so it'll always be me and jeremy and life is going to pop on as often as he can so you guys should also email in uh ideas for the name for the yeah we yeah, do need a be, name that would be good you're not going to just host it on the same we will it's going to be an identity crisis dash and then a name and like everything i've thought of for a cool name it sounds like an 80 cheesy 80s action movie Sounds so, uh, <laughs> like, Nerdity Crisis Extreme. I, can't uh, I don't like that. Don't do yeah, that. I don't either. That's I what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to even be remotely associated with that. <laughs> but I'm all in. Um, I'm all in on that one. <laughs> something to do with Xbox, you know? So, yeah, we're going to keep thinking. If you, anybody has any ideas, write us in. Let us but know. it's going to be on, like, the same Stitcher yep. and Google. Everything so, the same. when I yeah. subscribe to one, I'll know about yes. the Yep, yep. Yeah, there won't be a break or anything. I just wanted I wanted to deviate from the main show. So yeah, that's kind of my plan. Cool. Moving on. So I made a terrible mistake, gentlemen. Not the I, first time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I decided for the sake of the podcast, because I, I thought about it and thought about it and thought about it. And I'm like, I 
do not want to spend money on this new Avengers game, but our listeners are probably going to be playing it, and we should probably have someone who has an opinion on it, because it is going to be a big launch. It's going to be a huge game. So I broke down, and I bought the game. However, I was not thinking at the time. You bought it on Xbox. Sure did. I sure fucking did. So you can't even play Spider-Man. No, I cannot. (laughs) I'm a fucking The only one you wanted to play. Yeah. The only reason that made me excited for that game was to play as Spider-Man, and I don't get to do it. (laughs) Well, that's that's actually funny. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. That's pretty good. So anyways, I will be, that launches Friday, so I will start playing that. Wait, it's not out already? If you bought like the $90 version, it's out. Oh, Drew must have did that then. Oh, yeah, I did not. Because Drew was ready to play last night. He just, he finished Last of Us and said he needed to just decompress and go to bed. Absolutely, that's fair. So yeah, uh, we I will be playing Avengers over the next couple of weeks and have some thoughts, maybe write a review. We'll see what happens. So, did anyone play the beta here the other weekend? No, not a did not. I was the only one. Okay, you know what? <laughs> oh, you uh, did? Yeah, I downloaded it on Steam and tried it for the like one night. What are your thoughts? And hopefully they're positive. I mean, the beginning part, I just pretty much played the tutorial and stuff. But okay. I mean, it looked pretty good on my new computer and it handled well. But I don't yeah. know. It was very on rails through the level, very linear. But again, it was just the beginning, so I don't know. Guys, I think if we were to go back, what, three or four episodes, we would get to the part where this game first, we started talking about it. And I recall Ryan saying that it doesn't even look good, but he's going to end up buying it. Yeah, and, <laughs> and look at me, I did. Here he, he just knows himself that well. Right. They did announce today uh, Kate Bishop will be a playable character at some point. So I don't Should know. I know who that is? Uh, she's like Hawkeye's apprentice. So, so probably they, not, no. You should. They kind of okay. sound, yeah, sound like the same character. Like They both use a bow and arrow, so I'm not sure how that's going to go. But Because you get to play as both of them, apparently. I don't I know. We'll see. We had this discussion, too. We did. Yes. Okay, cool. So. I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> All right, guys, let's jump into what are we playing right now? And let's start with Justin. Well, I haven't been playing a whole lot since getting home uh, from Minnesota, mainly because still helping out people with shit and then raging my fucking face off on the weekends doesn't leave a lot of game time. But got into Black Desert Online again and a little bit of Escape from Tarkov, and then still, I probably played the most Ghost of Tsushima out of anything so far. Still enjoying it? Yeah, I am. I really like it. Good. I was hoping you were going to stick with it, finish it, Justin, I believe in you. Yeah, I mean, I'm very invested. I, It's fantastic, and I'm only getting stronger, which makes it a lot more fun. Right. Have you gotten to the second part of the island yet? No, because I saw online that you can get like every single thing unlocked if you stay in the first. So I figured yeah. I'm just going to stay there and finish everything in the first part and yeah. get fully unlocked. So I'll just beast mode the rest of the game. Well, that's not true, actually. You Like, are you talking all all your skill points and everything? Yeah. No, you can't. Well, I just read an article that says you can like two days ago. Dude, I promise you, I played the fuck out of that game. All right. And there's like there's armor sets you can't get and special moves you can't get until you move on. So that's weird that I don't know what kind of websites you're on. It was like Kotaku or one of those games oh, yeah, radar fuck, or something. Fuck Kotaku. Okay. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait. Why? Why are we? Why are we? You really, Kotaku? you really can't get 
all of the skill points though not including no. all your charms and whatnot uh, you just can if, skill you can if you just grind and find random enemies wandering down the road and fight them all i suppose technically you could but if you're talking about just doing like mongol camps and side quests and stuff no you can't because i had everything completed before i finished the main mission to move on to the second part like i did every side quest i did every mongol camp i did all of it and yeah you can't did you get a lot of them at least i mean, yeah quite a few yeah i was i was super strong so yeah that'll be good enough then there you go uh adam how about you i also picked up ghosts of Tsushima. we started that friday i'm only a handful of hours in though yeah but, digging it so far oh yeah absolutely i actually struggled at the beginning when we were trying to pick like did you want to play english with no subtitles right. no subtitles japanese or the black and white the kira Kurosawa one and i think i'm definitely gonna want to play it through again in black and white like that looks really cool yeah did, did you try that at all uh yeah i did i only did it for like the samurai showdown battles because i feel like the world is so goddamn gorgeous i want to see it in color so I didn't for like exploration, but when it came down to like the samurai showdowns, fuck yeah, I did. I used it all the time. It was awesome. Nice. And then, yeah, played a little bit of Grounded this weekend because cool. there was a big update. They added a bird. So that was cool. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's really about it. Fall guys awesome. from time to time. There you go. Life, what about you? Thanks, Frank. I uh, I played some <laughs> RimWorld. And what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Frank? I thought that was your name. Okay, yeah, we'll go. I'm Frank now, guys. Frank, I played some RimWorld again. Been going kind of nuts with that. Played a little Alien Isolation and played some more Rogue. What's that one called, Ryan? Company. Oh, Rogue Company that we played, and we've just played that one night for a few hours. And also played with Jeremy. We beat Man of Medan on uh, co-op. Nice. And then I, I'm, I'm looking forward to, and I wanted to say that Justin at least should get this Iron Harvest. It, it came out I think like this week or maybe even today or something like that. But RTS. Uh, yep, yeah, yeah, it looks solid. I think it's gonna play similar to Company of Heroes. So. From what I've seen, you like capture resource nodes and hold them just like company heroes. And yeah, so it looks pretty sweet. You should check it out. Yeah, the first image I saw looks pretty sweet. Yeah, I have. That's what caught me too was just I saw I happened to see like an email from like GOG with the image on there and they were trying to lure me in. I was like, you bastards, this looks great. I was just going to say, I've got between BDO and Tarkov, like those are both super time heavy games so i don't think i'm going to be picking anything else up for a while no i hear you i'm I'm not going to probably spend full price on it so it'll probably be a little while but i just wanted to throw it on your radar so i was actually going to ask you guys if you were going to get crusader kings 3 which just came out because oh, yeah. it is getting unbelievable reviews i don't know if you've been following it yeah it i saw like some trailers be... for it not so much no i'm i was excited about that one and i oh. forgot that it <laughs> that it's out. oh <laughs> Yeah, it's got some perfect scores on Metacritic. Actually, it's at a ninety-one overall. Damn, but yeah. it's got some. It's got a bunch of ten out of tens. So I yeah. mean, it doesn't seem like my kind of game, but I thought maybe for you guys. No, yeah, definitely it doesn't really good. look like mine. No, I don't. Didn't see any like real combat. It was just a lot of 
Civilization it's, control. Yeah, it's more like Civ, I think, from what I've seen, and kind of like EU four as well. So, but uh, that yeah, that Man of Medan, that it was fun, I guess. If you kind of want to, what what were those like the Walking Dead games, like Telltale games, right? Oh yeah, I think that yep. it's it plays similar to that, I guess. Yeah, but it was different. Like Jeremy was playing with me at the same time and. He's doing things off screen that I don't see, and I'm right. doing things. And then you almost rotate through all the characters throughout the whole game, and you're choosing things that, like, I didn't know what he had done with this character previously, you know? So oh, right. you're making, so that was kind of neat because you're kind of like, well, was he being a dick with this guy? I'm not sure, you know? Like, what do I do? So. We ended up losing one of our characters at the very end of the game. And, it, you know, if you talk to Jeremy, it was 100% my fault. If you talk to me, I'll give myself like 95% fault. But, yeah, I screwed up on there's some points where you had to hit like X to every time there was a heartbeat to like calm yourself. And I totally fucked it up. But so, yeah, his character got murdered because of me. (laughs) (laughs) Made by uh, the Until Dawn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. See, I I loved Until Dawn. I did. I was kind of a fan of Man of Medan, but eh, so yeah, it was fun. But there wasn't a lot of action, I guess, in it. You know, it was more of like a like I said, like a Telltale games where you're not really necessarily fighting or defending yourself. You're doing the command prompts that come up on the screen to to defend yourself and things like that. But the story was pretty cool. It was short. I think it was maybe three hours of play, three and a half hours of play. But they tease you at the end of different stories. Like the next, this one was about basically this ghost ship that we played and there's like zombies or whatever. There's like a poison on the ship or something. You start like losing your mind kind of, and you don't know which one of your characters, like there was a point where I almost beat the shit out of Jeremy, not knowing (laughs) that it was Jeremy. I thought it was like a zombie that was trying to kill me, but he happened to like identify me before, before I hit the smash the hit button. But uh, yeah, it was neat. But the next story looked like almost like a witches in a wood type deal. So I I don't know what, but it, it it was neat. I don't think I would pay very much money for them, though. Yeah, it was on Game Pass, right? Uh, yeah, that one was on Game go. Pass. Ooh, yeah, that's exciting. I might download that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how the single player mode plays. Ryan played single player, right? Yeah, you just. I'm I'm sure it's very similar to the same thing. Only you just control one character throughout the whole thing. Sure. So. Okay. Well, I mean, you still switch through characters, but. Yeah, I don't know. I got to buy. I bet probably halfway through, and then I just moved on to other things. So I did not finish it. But I loved from or I loved uh, until dawn. I played through that game twice. So yeah, I've been playing Rogue Company, like Leif said, and I fucking love that game. I was having so much fun playing it, even though it got frustrating at points, especially when we had a fucking rando on our team because Justin was too busy to come play. <laughs> but that Rude. i was getting more frustrated with when we were playing and people would just quit after losing yes. a couple rounds you know That's it's the annoying. type of game where you beat you have to play like six rounds on some of them to yeah. win six or six rounds in a row or whatever to win the match or whatever but you like you know ryan you already know but they they lose half their team after two rounds that they lose so yeah. instead of trying like, to come back there were a couple games like we won three in a row and then half their team quit. It's like, well, this is fucking boring now. Yeah. 
but I don't know. I fuck. I love that game, dude. And I hate games like that. I'm not a fan, and I'm having so much fun with that. And then another surprise game that I love. I've been playing The Long Night, which is a survival game, and uh, I'm really enjoying it. And I think I'm enjoying it because a you don't have to worry about fucking gathering stuff to build buildings which is boring as shit and then b it has like an actual story to it an episodic story so what do you think of the story so far i like it it's like yeah. uh yeah you're you and who i assume is your ex-wife i'm guessing but you're on a plane um up in canada and something happens and your plane crashes and so far it's basically been your play, your character's name is Mackenzie, and you're trying to find her and kind of going through. Uh, there's like a a town that's abandoned. You're trying to figure out where everybody went and what happened and kind of things. So I really like it. But yeah, it's got survival elements like you have to eat and drink and stay warm and that kind of stuff. So yeah, they yeah, count I, it in calories and stuff, don't they? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I only but played I, that in sandbox, so I don't know what yeah, the storyline is, is like. Just, they they still have that just a straight like survival mode and obviously that does not appeal to me one bit so i don't think i'll ever touch that but the story mode's really cool i'm really enjoying it so i think i'm actually well they only have three episodes out right now three out of five so i'll get to those yep yep i don't know if it's multiplayer yeah i don't think you'd want it to be on that game because the resources are pretty scarce and it you know, you're in Canada during basically a giant blizzard, and it seems like the power's out everywhere you go. There's something, yep. I don't know what, the storyline probably gets into it, but in sandbox mode, your guy would like make mention of like, why is there no power and stuff like that. But there's not a whole lot for you there. You find a lot of clothes, but <laughs> as yeah. far as food and stuff goes, there's not a whole lot. So if you had another person, even one other, it'd be really tough, I feel like. Yep. And there's cool elements too that I like that, I mean, as far as I know, I don't play a lot of survival games, so I'm probably way wrong here, but I've never seen it happen in any other, any other game where, like, if you kill a deer, right, and you gut it for the meat so you can cook it later, the smell of the meat draws wolves to you. So it's like a give and take of, should I kill this deer and gut it so I can survive by eating, but I'm probably going to get attacked by wolves type of thing. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is really cool. Yeah, so. yeah it's a neat concept. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm really liking it. When so you I'm get, probably, what's that? When you get a lot further into the game, you kind of almost do that to lure the wolves in, so you can you can skin them too, so. and then get more meat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. All right, I'm guys. the captain now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess that reference kind of works. <laughs> we'll go with it. <laughs> You spend a lot of the time on the lake in that game, so sure. <laughs> yeah, but it's there frozen you go. over, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's jump into, before we get into the news, let's jump into Would You Rather. All right. Since we were talking about claymation earlier, would you rather be a resident of Halloween Town in The Nightmare Before Christmas, <laughs> or would you rather be a toy in the Toy Story universe? Ooh. That's actually really tough. Yeah, it is. Uh, Toy Story is kind of depressing, and so I'm going to go Halloween Town, because like, Andy gives the toys away. And then at the end of the fourth one, I never watched the fourth one, but doesn't Woody just abandon everybody, I'm pretty sure? So, Are we yeah, just I don't giving want... away Toy Story spoilers right yeah, now? No, sorry. Right? Spoiler, Spoiler alert, everybody. <laughs> I don't, yeah, don't want to live in the Toy Story universe, so I think I'm going Halloween Town. 
I'm going Toy Story all the way. Yeah. I like the Why? guys on there. Well, I, I like both movies, you know. I like both yeah. settings and everything, but I don't know. I just, I, I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be fun. I'd be one of the army men or something. Yeah. <laughs> there you that go. was going to be my question, <laughs> is what toy are you? Because, like... Yeah, you get a pick. <laughs> little Bo Peep, not so fun. <laughs> like a toy airplane, that just sounds awesome. Right? Or Brian like did... that spider head doll thing. <laughs> yeah, no, thank like, you. That's a no-go there. <laughs> Ryan, did you ever play on my Dreamcast that game where you could be like toys, um, airplanes, or I think cars? And I want to say there was combat, but you were, yeah, just a toy and you flew or drove around uh, different rooms of the house. Does not ring a bell. All right. Well, he he doesn't want to get in trouble for playing your Dreamcast. <laughs> so, well, I was always at my mom's, but I wasn't sure <laughs> yeah. if I ever brought it over. Gotcha, Adam. What are you going with? Uh, I would go with Halloween Town for sure. Fuck yeah! I also figure because then you can go to the the trees with all the different holidays, and you know you oh, still you have fun. You don't have to stick to Halloween all the time. There you go. Yeah, mix it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Found it, Toy Commander. Toy Commander. <laughs> I sent you a link. Oh sweet! Okay, I'll check <laughs> it out. You could like fly around and actually land with the planes, and the helicopters are kind of tricky to fly. And you could go in different—I don't know—you had to actually get uh, fuel, and if you crashed, you had to pick up things to heal your vehicle. But I thought it was a blast. Nice. So, are you going with Toy Story Universe, yep. Justin? Okay. Yep, Toy Story. All right. Did you pick your uh, toy though? I don't think you did. Yeah, I'm like a uh, fighter jet. Nice. <laughs> that runs on. Triple A batteries. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, my lights don't work anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't fake shoot my guns. Uh, Leif, what is your would you rather? What? Okay, all right. Mine is, would you rather get paid $100 a day for the rest of your life, but every time you took a shower or a bath, you had to wear your socks? Or... Get paid a hundred dollars a day, but every time you look down at your shoes, they came untied or unbuckled. Oh, this is so you could never take the socks off in the shower. No, you always had to wear it through the full shower. What about if you took a bath? Bath too, same you situation. Bath too. So yeah. how do you clean your feet outside of the shower? Hey, that's up to you. You got to wear socks in the shower and the bath. I'm sorry. What are you doing, Justin? I think I would take the one if I ever looked down at my feet. I just won't look down at my feet. <laughs> I feel like that's harder to say than... I, I was with Justin, though, on this one. I would just... I think I would do that. Then never have to look at your shoes or else they'll get untied or unbuckled. I would. You know what? I'd create something similar to when dogs get snipped and they have to wear the cone, but I would put it around my <laughs> shoes. <laughs> around my ankles. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. So then I... People would be like, yo, why... What's that? Just don't worry about it. You could just wear Crocs for the rest of your life, I guess. There you go. Bring Uh, bring back Janko jeans. You'll never see your (laughs) feet again. (laughs) Jankos. I'm going with you guys, actually, because to be honest with you, that almost sounds handy. Like, you get home from a long day of work. All you got to do is just look down and they come untied automatically. (laughs) Ah, I like your style with that, for (laughs) sure. (laughs) But then the problem is you're at work and, like, you're walking around, like, in the bakery department for you, Ryan, and somebody's like, oh, you got some dough on your shoe or something. You look down, oh, my God, my shoes are untied now. (laughs) That's true. Every time. I I, Pumas. 
they f- my fucking shoes come untied all the time anyways and basically <laughs> <use> them. <laughs> Leif, how do you tie your shoes i mean you have to not look while you're tying them or else do they i don't know yeah you got to look tied as you're trying to tie i feel them? like they would just slip loose every time you you look down at them so as you're trying to tie them up it's impossible <laughs> tie yep. your shoes with your eyes closed yep. you gotta just look away as you're tying them Leif, what are you picking yeah, I would probably go with that too and just wear like sandals the rest of my life with socks. There you go. There you go. <laughs> like a German <laughs> with socks. <laughs> well, when it's winter time, you got to wear some nice thick wool socks. Yeah. <laughs> Justin, what is your would you rather? Uh, would you rather know every language or know how to talk to animals? Ooh, every language. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, people would just think you're crazy. You're sitting there like, well, this panda says you fucked up. You're an idiot. And they're like, what the hell's wrong with you? You know, like, I don't believe you. You might be able to make some good money off of it, maybe, but you got to be really convincing, you know? Like, you can't be like, oh, that snake says it. your shoes are untied and your shoes are untied. But, you know, it doesn't doesn't fucking work. I don't know. <laughs> Stop I think at my I, shoe snake. Right? <laughs> I think I'd rather talk to animals. I think it'd be cool to talk to my dog. Like every time we record the podcast, I have to lock her upstairs in a room because otherwise she's annoying. But if I could talk to her, I'd just be like, Sadie, you're being a bitch. Let me record my podcast. Or she could like let me know when she has to go outside. Yeah, I, I would talk to dogs. I, I don't think animals. I don't think you'll get the reaction from her that you you wanted, like her to yeah. stop barking if you call her a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I agree, hundred percent. I'm still I'm sticking with my answer. You're not changing my mind, <laughs> Justin. What do you pick? I don't know. I think that I would do the animals because yeah. I just think it would be fucking badass to be able to talk to animals. You could yeah. be like, yo. If you be chill and just, yeah, like you said, let me know if you got to go out. If you're hungry, let me know. I'll feed you better. Like, just tell me what you need. This could be a really lucrative situation for both of us. Right. And, I mean, I could probably just keep a wolf because I could talk to it. Like, yo, you don't eat another human or anyone's dog or cat, and I'll feed you like a fucking king. And you just chill. How's that sound? You'd be like With a wolf. You'd be like, yeah, that sounds a lot easier than hunting. Adam, what are you going with? Uh, I'm going to go with the every language. Yeah. Because I love eating meat, and I think if I had to like, talk to him and stuff, I'd be like, mm, I might not be so keen to eat meat anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, that cow's personality. I feel oh, bad. Turn yeah, into I kind of like Where him. his buddy left like a couple weeks ago. Oh, I'm eating <laughs> your buddy right now. Sorry, dude. <laughs> you, you just ruined... My, I'm switching my answer. I'm switching <laughs> my answer. It. Wow. Yep. Can't, can't sweet. Okay. Yeah, but you just did. <laughs> okay, so my would you rather. Would you rather have a real life baby Yoda as your friend? Or would you rather have a real uh, robot from the Wally movie? Wally. Would you have rather have one of those? But they're real and they're like your buddy and you hang out. Wally, Wally or Yoda? Wally. It's Wally or Wally. baby Yoda, baby Yoda. It's all about that Wally. That's a that's the wrong answer, but anyways, yeah, dude, Wally Wally is so he's so excited to find even just a cricket as a friend. Do you know what Wally Wally'd be the best friend to have? Baby Yoda, <laughs> I don't give a shit about baby Yoda. <laughs> Fucking Wally. Uh, I've never even seen Wally. 
Oh, wow. Dude, dude has so like a cockroach as a friend. So that's going to be a no for me, but I would pick Baby Yoda for show. Because he's not going to be baby forever. He may be baby for my entire life because apparently they get to be pretty old. But Dude, even as Baby Yoda, he saved the Mandalorian's life so many times he can still use the Force. He's already a little badass. He just yeah. gets a little tuckered out afterwards. Yeah, he just gets a little tired afterwards. <laughs> he needs a nap. nap. <laughs> I'd go with Yoda as well, for sure. That's a good choice. Leif, you need to rethink your life. Everybody else, good job. No, no, I'm just better at choosing friends, that's all. That's what it is. We're going to jump into the news. Oh, I got, a, I got a shipment of shirts today from Thread, Threadless. Some, some great shirts. Oh. They all fit me great. They look good. I feel great today. Leif, if you're getting shirts that don't fit you right, there's a problem because you've been the same size since third grade. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you order that size, though. And then, like, I ordered some, you know, a couple months ago, and they came in, and they were my usual mediums. I just always order mediums. But, fuck, man, these things were, like, XL. And they, I was, like, really? sleeping in these things. They're, they're like, my new PJ shirts. Uh, where did I get them? I don't remember i think pack sun for some i i just got some like hurley shirts and a fox shirt so wow i wear almost only hurley that's not totally true but i have a fuck ton of hurley and i've never had that issue yeah that was the first for me i'm gonna be honest they just came and they it was super long uh, it was just big it was just big on me huge Dang. i love i love the cloth on those though they're so soft usually so they're comfortable shirts I think when you first when you first asked where did you get them from and nobody responded with Thailand or China, I was pretty surprised. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, probably started there, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but distributed by, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, we're gonna jump into the news, but first, we're going to take a quick break from a word from our sponsors. Are you tired of mowing your grass? Sick of looking at your neighbor's overgrown weed factory? Would you rather look out your window and see nothing but dirt? Try salt of the earth. With salt of the earth, it's as easy as opening the package and adding water. Within seconds of rehydration, Roman general Scipio and his men will appear and be ready to march. Once they're done with their campaign, you won't have to worry about your pesky yard or neighbors ever again. Guaranteed. So try salt of the earth today. Your barbaric neighbors will hate you for it. Salt of the earth, everyone. Salt of the earth. I mean, who doesn't want uh, a Roman army to show up at their house and just start destroying their enemies? As long as I don't have to feed them or give them wine, I'm okay with it. It's a a miniature Roman army, right? I, I don't believe so. I have a package here, but I have not rehydrated them yet. Wise. Yeah, yeah, I'm I waiting till my neighbors piss me off. So Yeah. <laughs> Delightful. All right, guys, let's jump into the news. So Gamescom happened last week. Did anybody watch any of the Gamescom? Because we're going to talk about a couple things from it. But otherwise, it was very, very underwhelming, in my opinion. So I didn't want to dedicate a whole segment. Yeah, I what watched was there? some people watching it on Twitch, and it seemed meh. Yeah, there was really nothing I got super excited about. Other than I kind of got excited about that 12 minutes game. Have you guys heard of that? No. Mm, no, I haven't. Uh, they just cast the voice, or they just announced the voices for it. Um, Willem Dafoe's in it, Daisy Ridley's in it, and James McAvoy's in it. And it's basically your guy who's stuck in a 12 minute time loop where a cop breaks into your house and kills your wife, and you have to like figure out how to stop it. So that sounded kind of neat, like for an yeah. indie game. Yeah. 
So, but really, other than that, we're going to talk about the other two big announcements. Otherwise, yeah, it was kind of, it was a very meh show. Very meh. All right, number one. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War was unveiled at last week's digital version of Gamescom. The game's single-player campaign is being developed by Raven Software and will obviously take place during the Cold War as a direct sequel to the original Black Ops. Returning characters include Alex Woods, Jason Hudson, and Frank Mason. The multiplayer is being developed by Treyarch and will feature classic multiplayer, an all-new take on Zombies mode, and the previously released Warzone. Players will be able to purchase the $59.99 current-gen version, the $69.99 cross-gen version, as well as more expensive Ultimate Editions. The game is set to release on November 13th. So, it's kind of sad when Gamescom, like, I watched the entire thing, and this was the most exciting thing to come out of it, in my opinion. <laughs> like, the, I like the Cold War era. It's never really been done before in a game. And... The original Black Ops characters are coming back, although if you ask me what happened during the original Black Ops, I couldn't fucking tell you because all the Call of Duty games kind of blend together. But what did you guys think of this, Adam? Let's start with you. Yeah, I mean, like you said, Call of Duty's kind of blend together. I mean, I didn't play even much of Warzone in the last stuff, so I was kind of underwhelmed and just wasn't super excited though uh nvidia showed off their graphics cards today and they did have a never before seen clip of the black ops thing showing like ray tracing and some other stuff and it looked really cool we'll give them that it looked really nice but i don't know probably won't be picking it up to be honest yeah i mean all all call of duty games kind of look nice you know what i mean like they always look graphically good but like i would usually just play it for story mode or zombies or war zone and like i said story modes i couldn't separate one from the other to be honest with you i have no fucking idea but yeah it definitely looks cool life you next i want to know specifically what you think about because you love zombies mode what do you think about the quote all new take on zombies mode i think they need needed it i think they need to change it up uh, you know i haven't been as big a fan as in the recent ones for zombie modes and stuff so i'm kind of interested to see what they do i thought it looked great you know the nvidia little little uh short trailer that they showed of the ray tracing and stuff it did it looked really good like adam said and they had like a i don't know if you're a big fan you know anybody that's a big fan of these games there's like a cross little uh crossover shout out to burger town on one of the guy's shirts and oh sweet and that's you know um that was kind of cool but uh, yeah i'll probably buy it and mainly just to play with you and jeremy usually like we'd normally do yeah it's kind of our thing so but yeah it, it looked good like any other one but yeah i didn't it didn't really i do like the cold war era thing going on though that's kind of neat i do too yeah, I, I want to see, before I commit to buying it, I want to see what the all-new Zombies mode is. Because, like you said, Zombies just got too much. Like, they tried to shove too much shit into Zombies when it should just be, like, what it used to be during the 360 days, where it was fairly basic. You still had the pack-a-punch and can upgrade your guns and the mystery box and that kind of stuff. But when they started adding all this other shit to it, it was like, this is not Zombies and it's not fun. Yeah, it got so, so deep that they had to add basically quests to it or missions to right. it so that you knew kind of what you had to do, which, you know, yeah. it's not bad. Don't get me wrong, but it, it just doesn't scratch that same itch that the old ones used to. So Definitely. Justin, what did you think? 
First off, like Ryan's not gonna fucking buy this game, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know the ones made by that team. I was never a giant fan of because I was never a giant fan of zombies, and I'm kind of I've been over Call it. I like Warzone, but I won't be buying this. I'm pretty much over Call of Duty. Yeah, I mean, did you ever even play like the single player mission or the story mode? Some of the old ones. Can you remember what any of them were about? <laughs> uh, the 360 one, that first one that we all got, I feel like I do. I remember the one with the airport. Yeah, the um, airport scene. Haven't remembers that. No Russian, I yeah. remember there was one where you're like climbing uh, icy something with the ice pick. I don't remember which one that was in. I don't know. I remember bits and pieces from different ones. Right. Yeah, like I said, it was kind of disappointing. This was honestly like my most exciting thing from Gamescom, and it's not even that exciting. So, but obviously, it's going to sell a fuckload of copies. Like every Call of Duty sells a fuckload of copies. So I figured I would include it. Number two, BioWare teased Dragon Age 4. Sort of. The short video showed interviews with the team, talking vaguely about the game, as well as some concept art, concept art, pre alpha gameplay. And tiny snippets of story. Weirdly enough, Mass Effect Trilogy Remastered, which has been long rumored and all but confirmed, was a no-show. So I'll go to Leif first, because I know, Leif, you're a huge fan of the Dragon Age games. Did you watch any of this interview at all? Actually, I didn't catch this one, but... You, you didn't miss much. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'd be excited to see the game come out. I... The last one I thought was fun. I kind of started losing me a little bit towards the end. It didn't, I don't know, it didn't, just didn't feel the same to me, but it was, it was fun and I'd still probably buy the fourth one. So, yeah, it was, I just, I don't know, man, why talk about a game this early? Like this game is, I would say a minimum of three years away. Like the pre-alpha gameplay footage they showed was like almost like hexagon blocks fighting each other. (laughs) <laughs> and they they were trying to like hype it up you know what i mean like casey hudson who's been at bioware forever was like oh you're gonna love these characters and it's like okay but who are the characters and why am i going to love them like why are you showing this off so early and well before i get into that let's go to somebody else so you guys can get in on it too uh adam what do you think of this i mean honestly i played the first one really liked it didn't play much the second one tried origin i just couldn't get into him after the first dragon age to be honest so yeah no skin in the game on this one to be right just know about you i think i played the very first one maybe for three hours and i've never played another one since yeah (laughs) i just don't understand like mass effect trilogy it's coming like we've seen it on storefronts accidentally leaked and yeah i'd be more interested than that (laughs) right that could have been huge if they would announce that why did they not announce that i just feel like ever since ea and bioware got into bed they've been i mean they've been into bed for forever but like with the most recent mass effect andromeda which was a fucking nightmare and then anthem and i don't know man i just feel like the studio's going downhill and the fact that they wanted to talk about dragon age 4 when it's this far away like why are you doing this it was like when the year leif and i went to e3 we watched the bethesda press conference the night before and they showed a logo for the new elder scrolls it's like you're fucking four to five years away from releasing this game why are you even talking about it they're just fucking around with us kind of yeah i mean i don't know 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And like I said, I just I don't know. Like the whole time they they were just trying to hype up the game and oh you're gonna you're gonna love this environment. You're gonna love where we take the story. It's like okay, well show me. And they couldn't because they don't have anything to show. And I don't know. It it honestly just annoyed me. But yeah, Dragon Age Four in like three to four years. That'll be exciting. So <laughs> stay hyped. Stay hyped, everybody. All right, number three. Because Ubisoft hasn't been the topic of controversy enough this year, the recently released mobile game Elite Squad appears to link the fictional terrorist organization in the game to the Black Lives Matter movement via a raised fist image. The likeness is uncanny, and Ubisoft has since apologized and removed the image from the game. Alright, so I don't want to get political. We don't get political on this show. I mainly want to just put this in here, like regardless how you feel about the Black Lives Matter movement, regardless whatever. How did no one at Ubisoft be like, um, hey guys, we should probably not put this in the game, and yet it got released that way anyways. Uh, Adam, let's start with you. What do you think? I mean, stuff like this has happened before. I I remember, I can't remember if it was Destiny 1 or Destiny 2, there was like an arm piece that came out that blatantly had like a, you know, a KKK symbol, basically. That was very similar to like yeah. these other people, and they were like, "Oh shit!" And then quickly retracted it. I mean, it happens, right? But you always wonder how the hell did that happen, right? <laughs> Especially this year, man. Like with everything else Ubisoft has been going through, like they need to be on their best behavior. <laughs> and the fact that this got out blows my mind. Uh, Justin, how about you? Um, I mean, yeah, given the timing and everything, it's really surprising, but I also feel like the upraised fist has been used in a fuck ton of games over the years, and I'm, there's one that keeps coming to mind, and I just can't, um, I feel like we all used to play this together. I know exactly what you're talking about, and I can't think of it either. We yeah, were on Mars, here. and you had to yes. shoot through the... Is it Red mining. Faction? Yes. Yeah, Red, Red Faction. Red Faction. Yeah. But I feel like there's been a, other games that use this symbol so maybe if i don't know like maybe if they're older they just remember that symbol from other things more than this not that i should be defending them because you're right given the timing awful but i just i think it's a combination of how it was drawn is like almost exactly and then two i mean in red faction you're right but you were part of the resistance whereas this is a terrorist organization that you're yeah. fighting that's fair and i was like Ugh. uh leif what do you think yeah i'm pretty much with justin on this you know it's been used several times but yeah it, it's bad timing it definitely could be seen as portraying them in the wrong light so shouldn't right. have been overlooked definitely so and i thought i didn't put this in the article but i thought it was interesting the director of the game is the ceo's son who's never directed a game before in his life. He just basically graduated college and was like, here you go, you're the director of this game. And Oof, I'm duh. not sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure that was the best idea. But he hasn't been accused of sexual misconduct yet, so maybe, I don't know, maybe it was the right choice. Hey, and it's so, only a mobile game. I mean, how bad can you mess it up? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to piss off a 40-year-old drunken housewife. Right, yeah. (laughs) Number four. The upcoming Marvel's Avengers game has announced that all characters added post-launch will be free. 
However, they also announced that each character will come with a $10 battle pass for unlockable cosmetic items. Each battle pass comes with hero cards, which will offer challenges that rank up the card all the way to level 40, unlocking lots of skins, nameplates, and other cosmetic items along the way. After the hero card is upgraded to level 40, the player will get their $10 back to reuse on another character's pass if they so choose. So I put this in here. We've talked a lot about microtransactions in the past, and there are a lot of people angry about this. I've noticed on Twitter about that each character will have its own $10 battle pass. And I don't think I'm as angry as everybody else is, but I'm interested to hear what you guys think. Justin, let's start with you. I mean, if it's all cosmetic stuff, then whatever. I I don't know. If you're going to do that, like it would almost make more sense to allow people to buy individual costumes because making you do a battle pass to get like do you have to play the whole season or level up each character individually on the battle pass as well because like think about how long it takes to get to the end level on every other battle pass in a season and then if you have to do it with multiple characters all over again right there's a small chance you're actually going to be able to do that unless you know life it yeah from what i've read it seems like Yes, for every single character, there will be a hero card that you have to get to level 40 to unlock everything. Oof. Yeah, which I think is what a lot of people are mad about. (laughs) But Leif, what do you think? Yeah, that kind of comes off a little crazy. I mean, they can change the challenges and, and stuff to make it as hard as they want. So, yeah, you get your $10 to pass to the next character, but only if you beat all these random challenges that we probably progressively make harder as people start accomplishing it, you know, to get more money. Yeah. So, but would I be mad? No. I mean, no. It's not stopping you from playing the game, I guess, but yeah. It's kind of a shit thing to do, but it wasn't a surprise. We talked about how this is going to be all sorts of like microtransactions and stuff in this game. So, right. Adam, what about you? I thought it was a neat concept, the like being able to transfer that battle pass over if you do get max level. But, yeah, like Justin Lave said, I mean, the odds of you being able to do that with everyone is probably very minimal unless you're like a streamer and that is your job. Yeah. Uh, so that part kind of sucks, but I thought it was kind of an an interesting twist. Like, I mean, they easily could have not done that and had to do $10 for everybody, you know? Yeah, yeah, yep, exactly. I mean, the fact that it's just cosmetics is whatever. I mean, it doesn't alter the game in any way. So if you don't want to do it, just don't fucking do it. Like, do you really need that Thor skin? No, you don't. It'll play just the same either way. <laughs> do you really need that Spider-Man <laughs> skin, though, Ryan? Right. Uh, excuse me. In Marvel <laughs> Spider-Man on PlayStation, that's out now. You can unlock every single skin without paying any damn money, and oh. you better believe I have them all. So nice. Well, there you go. I don't give Never a mind. shit about that, and I don't get to play as Spider-Man anyways. Thanks for reopening that wound. And Ryan so, said so. the wound. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan said Thor skin, which I thought was funny as well. So <laughs> uh, it sounds like foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry but uh on twitter i saw a lot of people bashing crystal dynamics who's the developer of this game and i think like the quote-unquote casual gamer just does not understand the difference between a developer and a publisher like this crystal dynamics set out to make the best game they could possibly make square enix who's publishing the game their goal is to make money they're the ones who made this decision so The people out there bashing Crystal Dynamics should just stop 
because I promise you they had nothing to do with this. They didn't want this, I'm sure. They just wanted to put out a badass game because that's their job. Number five, Sony has set up a pre-order page for the PS5 where people can input their PSN ID for a chance to be able to pre-order the console. This is only available to people within the United States, and from the sounds of it, will be basically a lottery, although having played your PS4 often seems to raise your chances of being selected. There is still no official release date or pricing information for the console. <sighs> if you win the lottery, do you have to buy it? I don't That's know. That's a good question. I'm assuming I, probably not. Yeah, no, I don't know how they would make it you. Because yeah. I mean, like, what if they drop the price and you're like, oh, shit, nope, <laughs> I'm out. Right. This is, I don't know where to begin. Uh, uh, Adam, what do you think? <laughs> I've had mine plugged in and hardwired ever since I saw this, trying to get that time built up. No, yeah. I, I'm kidding. No, I thought this is super silly and just only like have it, you know, lottery to the US. And like, it was just very odd. I understand that their numbers are probably low because of pandemic and stuff, but I don't know. I guess it's better than crashing a bunch of people's websites when everyone's trying to go and buy something. So yeah, that's true. I suppose. Uh, Leif, what about you? Yeah, that's a silly way of doing it. I'm guessing they want to see what the immediate demand would be and maybe set inside goals on what percentage of those they want to fill. And maybe be able to figure out a price this way as well, you know, because if they know their demand is extremely high, which I'm sure it will be, they can set whatever the hell price they want. They're going to get a certain percentage of people that are still going to buy it no matter what. So I don't know. It's it's, It's silly, like Adam said, but I'm sure they're doing it to figure out demand and pricing. So just what about you? I don't. Know that I find it as silly as you guys. It's, I don't know. I feel like this is not surprising at all. Kind of, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, oh. I assumed you guys all kind of would have saw this coming. I feel like we kind of <laughs> talked about this being a the lottery case. type or what? Well, just only having a limited amount. And like you said, it's a good way for them to see the demand without going all in. But only the U.S., which is interesting, because you're thinking Japan's going to be just as almost as many units. Like I don't know, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, but the United States is the greatest country in the goddamn planet. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I I got a lot to unpack on this because first of all, I hate everything about this, and I think silly was the nicest way you guys could have put it. Honestly, one U.S. only. I what like. Uh, why i don't understand like i can understand the ps4 released in the u.s before anywhere else because it's their their biggest market so i get that right but you're only throwing out pre-orders to people in the u.s and how do you put out a pre-order without any pricing or firm release date blows my mind too and it's a lottery like even if they have to know at this point, they have to know how many consoles they're going to have to launch. I mean, it's at that point. I'm sure there's probably PS5s on a boat headed to the US right now to be stored in a warehouse. Like, they have to know. So, I don't know if the figuring out what the demand argument is really valid here because pricing, your, your demand you is 100%, you know, <laughs> but it's pretty you know simple. Okay, so let's say they get. 
I don't know, fucking 800,000 people who signed up for this pre-order, right? And they're like, oh, shit, the demand's huge. We're going to go six ninety nine on the console. Yep. And then two weeks later, Xbox is like, all right, four ninety nine. Like, you're... No, this is that's exactly what happened with the PlayStation 3. And the PlayStation 3 fucking bombed because of that reason. Like, they're not going to... I mean, they can't. There's no way. Because Xbox will own it. Microsoft will own the next console generation if Sony gets cocky. And... I don't know, man. Just this whole thing is fucking confusing. This whole thing boggles my mind, and they never should have done this. Like, just just fucking put out a legit pre-order. Like, why why didn't they just do that? Announce your goddamn price. Tell us when the fuck this console's coming out, and just put out a pre-order so people can pre-order it. I don't know what this is going to change. I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm befuddled and I'm angry if I'm being honest. It just, it doesn't make sense. Not sure why it angers you so much, but I understand partially why they're doing it. You know, it's a lottery system like, oh, that'll make somebody that gets chosen to feel really good, you know, and, and if you're putting your name into this lottery and maybe it's a hundred dollars more than what the Xbox comes out at you know that you're a select number of people and that makes people feel different i guess you know what i mean like you're almost willing to pay an extra hundred dollars for something that is a limited thing so yeah that happens all the time streamers do you think are gonna end up having one x you know won the lottery and stuff like that yeah yeah i mean (laughs) that's that's a pretty big decision on their part with that i I bet you there'll be some big people that end up with one that you know supposedly won in a lottery or something but yeah and i see your point of like i agree like that's why like places like sam's club and ship have membership cards so you feel like you're a part of something right like you so i get the lottery aspect of what but i think you're going to piss off more people than you make feel good Especially if they're going to be have as limited a launch as I at least I'm anticipating that they're going to have. Like I don't think it's going to be good. I don't. I don't think it's going to be good. I'm and surprised just not, that, that? Th- I'm just surprised. Do you think that it's going to change who buys what at this point? Like you're looking back at like 360. You know, people buy a PS4, or PS5 because they know it's been reliable. They know it's got some of the best, you know, exclusives to it. Uh, you know, they they've been pulling a lot more people from like trying to at least from in my view from PC because they've been offering some of these exclusives that are on PS4 on the PC and maybe you'll you'll buy the PS5 because maybe it'll only be exclusive on PS5, you know, whether yeah. that draws people over. But their whole point is that you are only going to play this stuff if you own a PS5. Right. If an Xbox is $100 cheaper, it doesn't matter because you're not going to be able to play your new Horizon Zero Dawn game on the Xbox. Are you willing to pay an extra $100 for that game, Ryan? That's that's the question. And that's not the only game. There's 100 other ones, you know, like that. Yeah. So they've been putting this out there for a long time. This has been a long game for them. And making it a lottery system and figuring out their demand and maybe coming out guns shooting with guns blazing with a higher amount that might be low undercut by Xbox. I don't think is going to be enough to, they're not going to have any sitting on their, in their back warehouse anywhere waiting for people to pick up. If it's seven ninety nine and Xbox goes six ninety nine or six ninety nine, Xbox goes five ninety nine. 
I don't think they're going to have that. They're not worried about that. I mean, I guess time will tell, but, and I, we're going to probably have to agree to disagree, but I think this is going to backfire hard depending on how it plays out. I mean, we'll see when they finally announce some shit. And I think a lot of my anger too is like, I'm just pissed at both Sony and Microsoft for just not fucking, just fucking tell us. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. So, uh, anything else on that one? (laughs) (laughs) That was awesome. All right. Number six, according to a Ubisoft FAQ page, the PS5 will support backwards compatibility on, quote, select PS4 games, end quote, but will not offer backwards compatibility on any previous consoles. Xbox, however, will allow backwards compati- compatibility on every Xbox One game, as well as select 360 and OG Xbox games. No official statement has been released from Sony, so take what you will from this. So, I don't know. I think some people are upset about this, but I don't know... This is actually one thing I'm not super upset about because I feel like you buy a new console to play new games. But uh, yeah, let's see what you guys think. Uh, Adam, why don't you go first? Or Justin, go first. Yeah, go ahead, Justin. I was just going to say I'm with you 100%. I don't really play any old games on a newer console. It's not why I'm buying it. It's not what I want to spend the time on. Yeah, Adam, what do you think? Yeah, I would I would agree 100%. Like if I want to play like an old game, that's why I still have the consoles like in a box somewhere like with those games. So Right. <laughs> I don't know. It's not a big deal. I mean, it's convenient. Like don't get me wrong, like I do enjoy that about Xbox Game Pass and like Cat was playing Perfect Dark like earlier this week and like I was like, "Oh, that's cool. You're playing Perfect Dark, you know." And but it's not a game breaker. <laughs> right. Uh, Leif, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going to go with the flow on this one. It's you know, I've played a few old games on the Xbox, but honestly, would it change my mind one way or the other on any of them? No, not really. Right. And like, I enjoy going back and playing old games, but usually not cross-generation. And if I do play cross-generation, it's because they did release it on the newest console. And you got to think like a lot of these, like Mass Effect Trilogy is a prime example. They're going to re- remaster that and they're going to release it on the new console. So the big games, I mean, they're going to, they're going to be coming. So I don't know. I don't know. People can be up in arms about this, I guess, but I just will not be one of them. So, all right, guys, that wraps up the news. We're going to jump into some listener questions, but first let's take a quick break for another word from one of our sponsors. Have you ever wanted your very own Pegasus? Would you like to feel the clouds whip through your long, glorious locks? Wanted to feel the cool breeze on your crotch? Ever wanted to be the envy of all your friends as they see you land at the party on a Pegasus? Yeah, me too. I wish someone would create one. <laughs> throwing, throwing the gauntlet down with that one. Yeah. Any creators out there, I need a Pegasus. So not even prototype stage, just like in concept, huh? Yeah, yeah. It, it needs to be made. <laughs> <laughs> we get Boston dynamic on it right away. <laughs> yes, all of their shit looks pretty heavy, right? Yeah, it'd be uh, fine. yeah. I don't know how much flying it'll be doing. I don't know what you guys are talking about. This sounds like a Bico product through and through. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys, let's do some listener questions. First up, Tim writes in. Hi, Tim. Hi, Tim. Hey, Tim. What up, Tim? He says, "Hey, guys." With so many games being remade or remastered, 
I'm just wondering what games you would like to see completely redone for the new consoles. Thanks, and keep up the good work. Thank you very much for the question, Tim. Uh, yeah, so obviously we kind of talked a little bit about Mass Effect Trilogy. Uh, the Demon Souls remake is coming for next-gen consoles. They've been doing this for a long time now to great success. Obviously, the Resident Evil remasters, Blue Point Games redid all the Spyro Crash, Crash Team Racing. Uh, they also did... What's that one game that I hated but everybody else loved? Where Oh, Shadow of the Colossus. They redid that one too. So, yeah, this seems to be a big trend, and I think it's going to continue, obviously. So what would you guys like to see? Uh, Leif, let's start with you. I think this is a really tough question, actually. I've been tossing it back quite a few games back and forth, but I brought it up, I think, a few episodes ago. Sid Meier's Pirates. I would love to see that fully remastered it would be a great game if it was just completely remade too but yeah i'd be super psyched that's one of the few games that i've paid for and redownloaded on xbox one from 360 days to to play so and it holds up mostly but it could use an overhaul with the ui and stuff like that so definitely justin what about you well now like almost toy commander but i gotta actually go with uh back. Oh yeah! Would, oh yeah! Be really cool if they brought that back. Yeah, I would. I'm trying to like I watched that gameplay after you talked about it, and I vaguely remember playing it, but I don't think I loved it as much as you did. Oh, I remember loving that game. Yeah, I feel yeah. like you did. Did I? I feel like we all played that all the time, but like I just remember the lasers, and you could see. Yeah, I mean, you could just look over at each other's screens, but you could see <laughs> when your dude's against like a shorter wall. The other person aiming their gun with the laser at you, like I don't know. I just think it would be fun in today's like a new um, uh, Splinter Cell. Yeah. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, with Splinter Splinter Cell is kind of getting some heat too because what's the guy's name? Sam Fisher isn't that his name? Yeah. Yeah. He everybody's claiming for a new Splinter Cell game, and Sam Fisher keeps popping up in every game that isn't Splinter Cell. <laughs> like, I saw that he's in Siege. <laughs> yeah, he's in Siege too. So it's like I was like, why don't you just fucking make a Splinter Cell game? So yeah, who knows? Maybe that's one of them. Uh, Adam, what about you? Uh, going with our claymation theme today. Any of you guys ever play Clay Fighters on Super? Yeah, Nintendo? I want a no. remake of that. That would be awesome. I forgot about that game. Yeah, I never played I it. Think, yeah, I just that just came to me, and I was like, I would love a remake of that game. It was so right. much fun. I mean, how next gen can you get with claymation? <laughs> like, how they could step it up. They could throw some, you know, HD graphics in there, a little less pixelated. But <laughs> that's true. What they did to uh, Battletoads. That's true. Yeah, which worked out really. Well. I played Battletoads, by the way. I forgot to mention that earlier. So, nice. what you think? Uh, I liked it. I played by myself, but yeah, it was fun. So. I also got past the speeder bike level. It's so. not as bad this time around. I feel no, like. it's not. It's not throw your controller through your TV difficult. Yeah. So, yeah, it was good. Mine, I chose one that's actually been rumored for a long time, and I keep hoping and praying, uh, but Legend of Dragoon for mm. the original PlayStation. Solid. There was a rumor that Bluepoint Games was either going to announce a Legend of Dragoon remake or a Demon Souls remake, and they announced the Demon Souls, and I got real sad. But yeah, I fucking love that game. I played the shit out of that game, and I think a remake of that would be really cool. So, yeah, I mean, it's been rumored, so maybe it'll actually happen. I'm going to will it into existence. That's what I'm going <laughs> to do. 
Thank you very much for the question, Tim. Jacob writes in. Hi, Jacob. Hi, Jacob. Uh, what up, Jacob? <laughs> he says, greetings. You guys have talked about pretty much everything nerd-related except for one big one, anime. Just wondering if you are fans, and if so, what are some of your favorites? I don't watch a ton of it, though I do watch random stuff, but uh, my favorites were probably Samurai Shampoo, which I think is what got me into even trying anime, and that's got a fun samurai hip-hop theme to it. I really liked Ajin, Demi-Human, and Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan's the bomb. Leif, what about you? Yeah, I never really got much into it. I'm kind of actually disappointed. I, I always watched DBZ back in the day, and I always liked it a lot. But I don't know. I felt like maybe, I don't know, there was a lot of people that just kind of, it felt like clickish or whatever, and the people that really loved it were with one group, and then the people that weren't in that click hated anything about <laughs> <Right>. it. So <laughs> I, you know, I kind of kept it to myself that I even watched it back in the day, and then... I don't know. I just so I just never got into it much after that. But I used to love Dragon Ball Z, and and I don't know, man. There's all sorts of them that I I probably would enjoy, but I just have never gotten into it. Used to watch Samurai Shampoo sometime. Yeah, yeah it is it really is good. Super good life. Yeah, I saved Adam for last because I feel like Adam and I are gonna gush about this. But Adam, what do you got? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna gush. Yeah, I'm with Leif. I started with like D- DBZ back in like elementary school, and I just fell in love with anime and never looked back. You know, I've watched a shit ton, but some of the big ones that really got me in was you know like Cowboy Bebop, obviously amazing. Oh, yeah, and then going into Samurai Champloo, Trigun was another big one when I was really young into anime that got me into it. But you know, Kat and I have Crunchyroll. We watch so many obscure, random stuff. Yeah, like they all kind of blend together at points. <laughs> but <laughs> anything Studio Ghibli is amazing as well. And uh, probably our favorite one is a little one called Food Wars, which is basically a bunch of a bunch of culinary kids making crazy food and having like food tournaments. And it's bizarre, but it it's really really nice. fun. <laughs> That's awesome. You guys are nerds. Uh, <laughs> yes, oh, dude! You just went. I'm, I'm about to take Adam's answer and crank it yeah, up to 11. Like so you brace yourself. Surfaced, but. I'm with Adam. I mean, I started off Dragon Ball Z. Absolutely huge fan. Watched every episode, um, and then yeah, that kind of opened me up. Like watching Toonami at night all the time back on Cartoon Network. Um, that's where I got into like Outlaw Star was on there. I love that. And then, like, you brought up Cowboy Bebop, which is the best anime of all time, hands down. A just fucking outstanding show. And it was a limited run. I think, do you know how many episodes there are, Adam? It's 20s. short. I, I, yeah. Something like, like tw- that, 20 or less, yeah. Right, 20-something. And then, yeah, I've watched a ton. Like, I've watched every episode of Bleach, which I really liked. And then it got canceled for reasons I can't explain. And then uh, I have Funimation now at home, and I watch it all the time. And, um, like, My Hero Academia, which is outstanding. Obviously, Attack on Titan, which is outstanding. Which they announced that the next season of Attack on Titan is the last one, which makes me really sad. And then I've really been getting into... Adam, did you ever watch One Piece? I was just going to say, I've got, I'm like a couple hundred into that one. <laughs> me it, too! We're, just, we're probably about in the same spot. You get to a spot and you're just like, I need to take a break for a little bit. Yep. And it's usually about... I've tried multiple times to get through right. one piece, and it's just a lot to chew off. Yeah, I think I'm on episode like 260-something, 
and they're approaching episode a thousand, so I have a ways to go. I heard <laughs> Holy. he's trying to find an end to it, and he said it's still going to be another like four to five years, but he's yep. trying to come to an end finally. Right, but dude, I think uh, One Piece has the best cast of characters in any, not even just anime, like any show. Like, the characters are all so awesome, and I don't know, I'm really late to the party, obviously, and I got a long ways to go, but I'm digging the shit out of it. Like, every time they introduce a new member of the Straw Hat Pirates, I love every one of them, so so yeah, those are kind of the animes I watch. I mean, there's more out there, but I'm not going to talk forever about this, so thank you very much for the question, Jacob. Yeah, we appreciate great it. Great question, Jacob. Keep those the anime questions good. coming, buddy. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Next, finally, actually, our last one. Corn on the Cob writes in. Hi, Corn on the Cob. What up, Corn? Corn on the Cob, what up? Yo, fucking Corn. (laughs) (laughs) Corn on the Cob says, best Frito-Lay chip ever. Go. Adam, what do you got? I had to look up their website because I was like, I wonder what all they do. They do a shit ton of chips, by the way. I'm going to have to go with Munchos because they do Munchos. And those oh, are see, amazing. I feel like that's a cheating. Yeah, I think he was talking like if you're going to pick a normal Frito-Lay chip, like regular barbecue. Oh, like a sour cream and onion. With the Frito-Lay brand on it, pretty much. Yeah. Gotcha. Then probably original Frito-Lay's. Is probably my go-to. OG, OG Frito-Lay. I feel like the OG Frito-Lay chips, like just the plain one. Corn, um, salt, oil. That's all that's in it. Right. But like, that's really good with like a burger. Like if you're grilling, that's, I don't know. I love that one. Leif, what do you have? It's all about the honey barbecue I knew, I knew flavor it. twist. I knew. Those are the only Fritos that you should eat unless you're eating chili. Then you can have the original ones. Ooh, That's no. it. Didn't even think about uh, that. So, I knew damn well you were going to say barbecue. I knew it. It's the <laughs> fucking honey barbecue flavor twist, man. They're all little spirals. They're delicious. Oh, my God. You and your goddamn spirals. <laughs> that used to be my munchie of choice when I was 18. Oh, yeah. I would go to the gas station and buy one of those. And they are fantastic. <laughs> Justin, what's yours? Uh, so actually, I would say like the Frito-Lay chip is my least favorite potato chip ever. So that was like a big meh. So corn on the cob, you're just meh to me. <laughs> uh, you've already been meh, but you're extra meh. But I was helping a buddy with some storm damage stuff today, and his wife made us uh, tender maids for you Austin folk. <laughs> or made rights for you or Iowa folk. For yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> And uh, she gave us grapes and a cookie, and <laughs> she also had Frito-Lay chips, so I had some barbecue. But I'm glad that we segued into this, because real quick, funny story. I'm leaving, because I had to get back here to shower and get ready for this. And uh, as I'm like getting in my car, starting my car, this lady's walking down the driveway across the street, and she's got oven mitts on and two pans. And I'm like, are those cookies? And she gets closer, and she's like, hey! do you want a warm cookie? I was like, oh, fuck yeah, you know I do. So I got out of the car and I walked <laughs> over to her and she's like, they're really hot. They just came out of the oven. Do you have a napkin or something? And I was like, no. And I went to touch it and she's like, no, grab this weird, but just grab the spatula. And she had it like in her pants in the waistband. <laughs> so I get this spatula out and I had a 
a Billy Madison moment because I was like, I don't know where I'm going to put this. So I just spatulated it and would just like glopped the fucker into my hand. And then I was just <laughs> like eating this really hot chocolate chip cookie out of my hand. Nice. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Random cookies from strangers and reaching in their pants. Uh, there were a lot of people helping him with the, I guess not a lot, maybe seven of us total. Oh, there you go. But one of them was another neighbor. Well, two of them were other neighbors, so they seem like. And it was nice because it's only like three blocks down from me, so it was super close. There you go. Uh, I feel like I should have gone first because my answer is kind of boring. But I like uh, sour cream and onion. That is my favorite in the green bag. I could fucking eat a whole bag of those easy, like by itself, not even with anything with it, because those are fucking delicious. So, yeah, we ended on that boring note. That was good. (laughs) Anybody have another cool story they want to bring up really quick? I don't know how uh, Frito-Lay chips can be exciting. (laughs) (laughs) You had an exciting answer with that story at the end. True. Yeah, I mean, corn, come on. Get better material around here. I like the food questions. I appreciate the food questions, but uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Corn. Last better. week you did the fuck Mary Kill thing, and that was that awesome. was solid. Yeah, that was I got made fun of for my answer, but uh, that was a solid question. Uh, not to devil's advocate, but his name is Corn on the Cob. Yeah, so doing food things seems pretty fair. Oh yeah, and Leif, I'm not trying to make fun of you for that answer. I'm just saying, if you thought being in a relationship with Kratos, you were going to be the pitcher and not the catcher in that relationship. <laughs> <laughs> That that was my impression at first, but oh, no, you no, know, no. I was all about the cuddles afterwards. Not a relationship, yeah. but you know, <laughs> maybe there'd be like five minutes of cuddle time afterwards. I mean, just, man, just <laughs> be like uh, Tarzan and me around the room or something. I don't know. Oh shit, that's awesome! <laughs> all right, boys, I think that concludes this week's episode of Nerdentity Crisis. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Once again, remember to follow us on Twitter at NerdentityPod and email us your questions at NerdentityCrisis at gmail.com. Only one thing left to do. Leif, send us home. Thank you all for listening. I'm a peacock. You gotta let me fly!